Welcome to the Intuitively Guided Podcast, where we balance living our 3D lives with the higher realms. We will dive into spirituality, personal growth, and self-care so that you can transform your life into the life of your dreams. I'm your host, Catherine, a psychic medium, Reiki master practitioner, and intuitive coach here to empower you to overcome self-doubt and fear so that you can live your most aligned life. Thank you for letting me be part of your journey. Hello, everyone. Welcome back to the Intuitively Guided Podcast. I'm your host, Catherine. I'm so excited to be back this week. So we've had a lot of good guests on since I've started this podcast, but this week I'm doing a solo episode and I'm so excited to get into the subject. Today we're going to be talking about signs, which I feel are a very hot topic in spirituality. So I'm excited to get to it, but before I just wanted to talk about some updates that I have, things that have been going on in my personal life. And if you didn't know, by the time this episode drops, actually, let me look it up um, beforehand. But right now, today is April 13th. We are in like the pre-shadow period for Mercury retrograde. And oh my goodness, has it been affecting me? I have had my camera not working. I left my wallet at home. And I realized after I drove three hours from my apartment, thank God for Apple Pay, but it looks like Mercury Retrograde starts on April 21st and it is through May 14th. And then we have the post-shadow period. So just be aware. Um, I'm not here to scare you. I'm not here to do any of that Mercury Retrograde stuff, but I would just say be prepared. Check your wallet twice. Check your bag. Make sure things work before you go on to meetings stuff like that. So I just wanted to throw that out there because I completely forgot about Mercury Retrograde and all this crazy stuff has been happening to me just this week. So just wanted to put that out there. So the next thing is I wanted to announce a very special um, workshop that I'm going to be doing. I have a feeling that it is going to be a monthly or bi-monthly workshop, but this has been coming up a lot for me in the last few weeks especially, but really the last couple of months is I have been doing like beginner intuition workshops, courses, stuff like that. But I think the most important thing when learning and developing your intuition is one, practicing and two, practicing with community or a group. So starting on May 8th, I'm going to have my first beginner's intuition exploration workshop. What is this? So this is basically going to be a small group workshop. So I'm aiming to have six or eight people in it who um, either have no idea about their intuitive abilities, are beginners, really any type of um, experience that you have with intuition, you are more than welcome to join this. And the goal is to gather in community to actually practice your intuitive abilities to give you the confidence to continue to grow and develop them. So we're going to gather in community to learn more about your intuitive abilities if you don't already know about them, strengthen them with exercises and practicing groups. We're going to go through exercises that I've done myself. We're going to give each other mini readings, all these different things, really explore anything that the group wants to explore in this safe space. And then the last thing is I want you guys to feel supported during your journey of exploring your intuition. 
All experience levels are welcome. And I think that this is just like a really fun way to practice, to gather in community, especially if maybe you don't have an in-person spiritual community, you're kind of on your own, you're researching online, all this stuff. This is a really good way to connect with other individuals who are in a similar part of their journey and to make connections, to make friendships, all of that fun stuff. So like I said, I'm hoping to do this on a monthly or bi-monthly basis, but the first one is going to be on May 8th. It is on Zoom. It is going to be at 8 p.m. Eastern time, Easter time, oh my goodness, it's going to be at 8 p.m. Eastern time, 5 p.m. Pacific on Zoom, so you could be literally anywhere, and it's only going to be a $20 workshop. It's going to be an hour and a half. It's going to be really inclusive, really interactive, so I'm just really excited to offer this because it's something that I've wanted to do for a long time. And this is something that I really needed that I didn't have over the past three years of developing my intuition that I really wished I did have because I think I would have just become more confident in my abilities and probably would have started exploring other forms of healing and intuition and all these things a lot earlier. So I'm hoping that if this sparks your interest, you will sign up. Like I said, there are limited spots available, but I plan on doing these pretty frequently. And it's only $20, which is pretty minimal when we talk about like intuition development, group workshops, stuff like that. I want it to be really accessible. So I'm just so excited about that. If you have any questions, please reach out to me, but you could just go to the link in my bio or the link in the show notes to register for that. And I'm just so freaking excited. So now I want to get to interpreting signs. I'm just getting to my little notes. I am recording this on my phone this week, so I hope it sounds okay. So signs to me are like a trigger, not a trigger word, but a really like gimmicky word that a lot of people use on social media, TikTok, stuff like that, right? Like talking about angel numbers, all these signs, what do they mean? giving you the meaning of them, stuff like that. And I just want to take a step back that I'm not going to go through a list of all these different signs and tell you what they mean this episode, because honestly, that's not very authentic to me and how I operate and how I use signs in my own practice. So I'm going to show you or tell you, I guess, because it's a podcast, how I interpret signs, how I know other people interpret signs, and how you can interpret these signs in the day-to-day. So instead of seeing like a feather and Googling what does a feather mean spiritually, you could tap in to your intuition and know what that meaning of the sign is for you. So this is all about empowering you to figure out what the sign means, because honestly, for everyone, it's very different. So let's start at the very beginning. What are signs? So very simply, how I think of signs is way a way that the spirit side communicates with us. So that could mean your guides, your angels. It could also mean your ancestors. It could mean extraterrestrials, if that's something that you are interested in and believe in. It could mean gods and goddesses and deities and all these different things. So that's how they communicate with us with these signs, these synchronicities, all these different things. So the most common question that I get in readings is, I never see signs from my um, ancestors. I never get signs from my spirit guides. What's going on with that? So 
I want to say that the spirit side, spirit guides, ancestors, all those things that I named before, they're always sending us signs. They're always sending us confirmation. But sometimes we're just not paying attention to see them or looking for something else. Like maybe you ask for a feather, but you keep seeing a bird every day, right? You're like, they never sent me that feather. And it's like, they got pretty close. They sent you the bird, right? So they're always sending us signs. It's all about us staying present. So that is a big thing. That's a big question that I get. So I wanted to start off with that. One thing before we get to what signs mean, how to interpret them, right, is there are two different ways that we can interpret a sign, essentially, or like define a sign, I'll call it. The first one is by asking whoever is guiding you on the side of spirit for a particular sign. So you could say like, Grandpa, if I'm on the right track, show me a pink flamingo, right? And you could assign them and you could ask them for that, right? And then they know, okay, she's looking for a pink flamingo. That's the sign is, and that's your way of telling spirit how to communicate with you. The other way is maybe you don't care what the sign is, right? Or maybe you're just like not that in tune to ask for signs right now. We get signs all the time, right? We get coins, we get angel numbers, feathers again, right? And we're getting those all the time. And it's just a vague sign that you need to interpret, right? So there, I guess there are specific signs that you ask for. And then there, these are these more vague signs that spirit is sending to us to give us a message of some sort or to tell us that they're there, right? It doesn't have to always be this really in-depth breakthrough message of what you should or shouldn't do. Sorry, I'm just pulling up my um, notes again. So you could assign signs, you could ask for signs. I do want to say that it does take a lot of energy on the spirit side to send signs, right? So if you're not getting it right away, maybe it's just taking them some time to do it. Maybe it's not the right time to see the sign. And that's really important to know. Don't put a lot of pressure on it. Again, these are all very personal to us. And it's really up to you to figure out how to interpret it, even though myself, other intuitives, right, we could tap in, we could say, hey, you know, your grandpa sends you this, did this happen? Is this, is this something that you've been looking for a sign for, right? So it's all about tapping into your intuition. So I have a couple handfuls of different types of signs that I want to go over today and just talk about what they mean to me, what they could mean to other people, what they could mean to you, and how you can tap into them. So the first one that I want to talk about is synchronicities. So synchronicities is kind of a really big bucket of signs. The first thing that I think we think about when we think of synchronicities is like if you're thinking about someone and they call you, right? It's like that was meant to be, or like I was thinking about them for a reason, right? Stuff like that is what I call a synchronicity, or maybe it's like you were thinking of a hawk and then all of a sudden you see a hawk, right? It's a sign of something, right? It's too coincidental for it to be a coincidence, right? So that this is probably one of the most common types of signs, I would say, is these synchronicities, things that couldn't, that look like coincidences, that can't be coincidences. For these types of signs, I would really, for me personally, what I do is 
let's say, you know, again, I think of a hawk, I see a hawk, and I'm like, what does this mean? What I always do is I just take a few deep breaths, close my eyes, and I ask my guys, I'm like, what did what is the message with this hawk, right? And the first thing that comes to mind, that's what I take the message is. So if I start thinking about work, I'm like, oh, this is a sign about work. If I start thinking about my love life, oh, this is about my love life. Start thinking about my mom, oh, this is a message about my mom, or this is a message for my mom, right? So all these things, it's really tuning in, thinking about the first thing that you think about, or tuning in to the first thing that you think about when you're asking about the sign, right? This is when we're taking those like first three episodes that I did for this podcast, using our intuitive abilities and tapping in a little bit. The second part of the sign list, I guess, that I have is dreams. I personally think that dreams are always signs for us. So it's, it could be, I had this really weird dream that like my teeth fell out or whatever, right? And you could go on Google and you could Google what does it mean when my teeth fall out in a dream, right? And it will tell you. Um, or you could have a dream about a particular person, right? Like you have a dream about an ex, you have a dream about your grandpa that passed away, stuff like that. I always think that those are signs and messages for us, regardless of what it is, right? And it's they're usually deep subconscious messages, right? So like your teeth falling out is a very common one that a lot of people have. Usually it has to do with stress is like the Google interpretation about it, right? But maybe like, what are you stressed about? Maybe it has to do a job. Maybe there was something that happened in that dream that connects to what you're doing in your daily life. Colors are very significant in dreams. So colors have different meanings depending on your dream and can be a sign for you, right? So that's why a lot of people say to keep a dream journal, something like that, because often patterns will come up and you'll be able to interpret them and figure out what that message is or what that sign is for you. The third thing on the list that I have is numbers. And when I think of numbers, I'm sure we all think of angel numbers. So if you don't know what an angel number is, that's usually a repeating sequence of numbers. So I, right now I have an 888 necklace on. I have a 555 tattoo on my arm. Stuff like that is considered angel numbers. I will say angel numbers are also, um, like if you see like a 1818, and I also think of angel numbers if you see um, a sequence that's like 1, 2, 3, 4. That is my personal, um, I guess, idea of angel numbers. And there's tons of other ones. There could be ones that are really significant to you, ones that you see all the time, maybe for no reason, maybe for a really good reason. So for example, my birthday is July 19th, so 719. I see 719 on the clock daily. I look at my phone, I see 719. I look outside at a sign that says 719. That is an angel number for me. That is how my angels are communicating, my ancestors, my guides, whatever it is. For me, personally, 719, I always know that that means that my grandpa is communicating with me for the other side. He's just telling me that he's there, that he's there to guide me, right? There's no Google definition that's going to <laughs> say, like, 719 means that your grandpa is saying that he's there for you, right? I just know that it's my birthday. It seems really significant, and I've always just felt like my grandpa was around me when I see it. The other angel numbers, the more common ones, like 111, 222, right? There are tons of resources online that tells you what these 
angel numbers mean. Some of them have a sign definition, some of them move off of numerology, right? There's a lot of different definitions that can come about for these angel numbers. How I would interpret them is the first thing, like I said before, when you see the angel number, what were you thinking about? What was something that you needed guidance on in that moment? Is it just a confirmation for something that you were feeling? Thinking about these things. The second thing that you can do, right? I'm telling you like not to go Google all of these things, but you could go on Google and say 111, what is the significant uh, spiritual meaning of 111 as an angel number? I'm sure five or six different definitions will come up. Which one's the one that resonates with you the most? Which one seems the most right, right? So like yesterday, 111 could have meant something to me. Next week, it could mean something else to me just because my um, situation has changed, right? Maybe my problem this week isn't my problem next week. The guidance that I need this week isn't the guidance that I need next week. So just important to know that. The next thing that I have is animals. Animals is one of my favorite signs. So um, if you follow me on Instagram, I post animals all the time. I see hawks all the time. I see like crazy things. I saw a rattlesnake on my hike last week. Um, I do think that animal interpretation books are really useful and meaningful for interpreting animal meanings because there are so many different cultures and they all have similar ways that they interpret these animals showing up in our lives. But again, they could also be really personal to us. So what do I mean by this? So a lot of animals that come up um, in readings, right? I always have butterflies. People always um, associate butterflies with the people that they knew that passed over, right? Showing that they have transformed in some way. Um, butterflies to me, mean change and transformation because they have to change from that caterpillar to a butterfly that means to me that some sort of change or transformation is happening in my life um like i said before i saw a rattlesnake on my hike last week i immediately googled that when i was like oh crap what does this mean this seems really significant i've never seen a rattlesnake before in my life i looked it up and that's what it said change and transformation is coming um, it also said the snake is one of the most strong and powerful animals in the animal kingdom. And it was like, tap into that. That seems very significant to me. I was like, one, I was shocked when I saw that rattlesnake. So like the change in transformation, I felt like it was going to be shocking change and transformation for me and to stand strong in the power that I have. So there are so many ways to interpret animals. Sometimes you see three butterflies in a day, right? That means that's a message that you really um, need right now or a message that the spirit side is really trying to get through to you. And it could be as simple as, hi, I'm here, right? It could be significant of your grandfather who passed over and he's just saying, hey, I'm here to support you, right? Or just saying hi. It doesn't always have to be this... Um, really important message that's going to completely change your life and trajectory. The next thing that I have for signs, and I feel like this is very common, but people don't think of this as a sign, is losing and finding objects. So oftentimes, I'm sure this happens to a lot of you. It happens to me all the time. I misplace things all the time. And I'm a very organized person. So I'm always like, I knew I left this here. And I can't find it for the life of me. 
And then all of a sudden, maybe a day or two later, I'll turn around and there it will be. It's like it was bright and plain sight and I missed it. So moving, losing, finding objects, this is all signs from spirit. Um, To me personally, it means that I'm not paying attention to something that's really obvious or that certain thing is distracting me from something that's going on in my life. I'm not being aware. I'm not being intentional. I'm not being present. So if you have like a pen that you just used and you lost it and you have no idea how it went, right? That's probably a sign from spirit that you need to pay attention to something. And that goes again, tapping in, what do I need to pay attention to? Using forms of divination like tarot cards, oracle cards, etc., to ask what that is. Um, the next thing that I have is breaking objects as a sign from spirit. Um, this has only happened to me, I guess, two ways. <laughs> the first is this has happened to me two or three times where I have candles, like glass containers that have candles in it, literally combust in front of me for no reason, right? And that is a sign to me from spirit that I need to pay attention to something. It could also be that something's building, but just like things breaking for no reason um, is a sign. Another time this has happened is I've had objects break from people in my life that maybe I need to let go of that aren't supposed to be in my life anymore. And that has been a sign for me too. And you could be someone who just like breaks glasses all the time or breaks their phone all the time. I don't know, right? It doesn't always have to be a very significant sign. You could just be clumsy. Um, But think about it. Like, is this something that shouldn't have happened? Is it random, right? Just being observant of all that. Ooh, the next thing that I have is uh, competitive, Jesus, Um, repetitive experiences. So what do I mean by this? Repetitive experiences, I would say to me, come in the form of people saying the same phrase to me, multiple people. So this just happened to me recently where I said a phrase to someone and they were like, that's so weird. Someone just said that exact same phrase to me today. But it could be like, I don't I'll take this really simple phrase, but you'll be able to know what I'm talking about. So when someone says to you, oh, like the grass is greener on the other side, right? And whatever you're saying. And then like three days later in another conversation, someone tells you that same phrase. And then another conversation, someone says that same phrase, right? That phrase is assigned to you from spirit about the situation that you're in, right? It doesn't always have to be um, a metaphor of like the grass is always greener on the other side. It could be something like really literal and you're like, okay, I really need to pay attention to this. That's probably the way that repetitive experiences come up for me a lot. Or like another way, again, with phrases, like someone asking you the same question. So multiple people asking you the same question, like randomly, right? It's like, why would all these people ask me the same question? That is a sign from spirit also. I'm sure that there are other ways. I can't think of any any others right now. The... Next one that I have is songs, which I think happens for a lot of people. So uh, in one of my first episodes, I spoke about Claire Audience 
hearing songs or finding messages in songs, that is something that happens to someone who is um, very clairaudient. So this could be tying into like the repetitive experiences, hearing the same song multiple times, multiple places. And usually it's a a weird like out there song. Like it's not a top 100 song or a TikTok song. It's like a random song from the 70s that is playing at all these different places that you are, right? There's a message in that song or in that phrase. Additionally, um, like if sometimes, this is what I do, I talk out loud. I'm like, please send me a sign about something. And then you'll, maybe you're hearing music in the background. Then all of a sudden, like the line in the music answers your question that you had. That is another way. Or it gives you guidance about a similar situation that you're in. So that's the way that I see songs come up. Um, a lot, it could also just simply be like titles to songs, or it could be, um, like when we're talking about our ancestors, people who have passed, you could say, Hey dad, send me a sign that you're with me. And then all of a sudden on the radio or on your shuffle on Spotify or whatever it is, their favorite song comes up or a band that they loved, right? That's another sign. The next thing that I have is feathers. So feathers is another sign that I think we commonly associate with the spirit realm, especially because a lot of times they just show up randomly. I know, I'm sure if you Google, it tells you like what a feather means spiritually. I actually don't know what people say off the top of my mind. But again, I would tap in to the feather to see what is its meaning for you, right? Because sometimes it could be a loved one, again, saying that they're there, giving you guidance, giving you support. Other times it could be, maybe it's a specific feather. Like what does a turkey feather mean, right? And then you're tapping into the turkey. What is the symbolic meaning of a turkey? Stuff like that. Or maybe it's just a message to you. Like maybe when you see a feather, you think of a pillow. You're like, I need to rest and relax, right? So again, tapping in to what does this feather mean to you? And then the last one that I have is coins. So randomly finding coins, um, you know, pennies, nickels, dimes, quarters on the street, randomly in your pocket, stuff like that. This is often a sign that I think a lot of people associate with loved ones who have passed. I think it's because coins are pretty small. They're pretty easy to manipulate in terms of energy. And it's pretty noticeable, right, on the street where noticing if there's money, stuff like that. Um, Again, tying this back to the feathers, I would say tap into that coin, right? Maybe you know it's a sign for your grandpa or your grandma or your uncle who passed away, but maybe it's another sign for you. Like maybe you found a quarter and it's like, you should be saving money. Like that that's your um, message from spirit, right? Or something else, right? There's probably so many things that coins can mean. So I would say for these more vague ones, it's all about tapping in to it, using your intuitive abilities, which I spoke about, like I said, in the first three or four episodes and using that to interpret the signs instead of just relying on what we find on Google. Because I'm guilty of that too. Sometimes I just want something really concrete, really 3D to be like, okay, this hawk means this today, and like I'm okay with that. I would also say, since that is the last, um, coins is the last item on my list, I would also say sometimes we don't need to know what the meaning of the sign is. 
right? It could simply mean, like I said before, hi, I'm here with you. I'm here to support you. Ask for help. Something like that. It could mean you're that you're on the right track, right? So it could be really simple. Be your guides just saying hi. Um, or there could be a more complex message there, right? And I think when we know that it's a more in-depth message maybe or it's some guidance, we see it multiple times, right? Because oftentimes if we're just writing it off as either something that's nothing or just a high and we see it multiple times, that shows us, hey, keep paying attention to me. Keep paying attention to me. There's something more here. So I hope that was helpful to you. I know that we talk about signs a lot in the spiritual community, right? And I just wanted to make something a little bit more concrete and also something a little bit more open to interpretation to give you the permission to interpret your own signs that you are seeing and empower you because like I said, we are all intuitive uh, beings. We all have the ability to do this. So maybe after you listen to this podcast next week, like really tune in to the signs and see maybe what you're missing. Tap into that guidance that you're getting. So I hope you like this little short episode that we did today. I'm so happy to get on here. I'm really happy that these are bi-weekly because I feel like it gives people a lot of time to just digest the podcast episodes. I know last week was a really long but fun one about Reiki. But if you have any questions or comments about signs, please put them in the Spotify comments. DM me. I love that. Um, Otherwise, just one more reminder, please sign up for my Beginner's Intuition Exploration Circle. So again, this is for intuitives of all levels. Even if you've never done a reading, you don't know what divination is, you don't know what your psychic ability is is here, this is the perfect... um, situation or this is a perfect circle to just come and play and explore and just be really free to figure out what your abilities are and how to capitalize on them and how to use them to navigate through life and stuff like that. So until next time, I hope you guys have a fantastic rest of your week and I'll talk to you in a few weeks.